0: Hi guys, it is happy being well here. I'm Rita and we have the amazing Asanda. Um, She is going to be talking about how to get what you want in life. She is a business success strategist. And I have spoken with Asanda many times in our clubhouse room, Mindshift for Life Shift. She's an amazing speaker and always has golden nuggets to share with uh, the audience. So, and just a reminder, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com, your place for all self-care products, leggings, crystals, candles, and much more. So, Asanda. so this is an amazing topic. I like this topic, how to get what you want. Uh, So many females, and not even females, most people struggle with this um, for many different reasons. So, Share with us, so how do we get what we want, Sondayla? How do we get what we want?
1: thank you so much, Vita, for inviting me to come and speak. And I love having this topic because I am 1000% for women to get what they want and to step up to the things that they're asking for and getting it because all day long, we're asking, like we're asking for better health, we're asking for better care for ourselves, we're asking for a better lifestyle, a better way of living. And it all starts with asking great questions, but we're always conflicted. Like, why is it that I never get what I want? So I want this and it never comes or, or have to struggle and fight for it and, you know, do the most. And there's always seems to be a conflict between who, what the things that we want and how to get them. So this is why I love having this conversation with you today is like, how can we shift that mindset? What, and identify really, what are the things that are holding you back from the things that you want because it all comes back to you anyway you are the one you you are the person who's who's solely responsible for the things that 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 you attract in your life and somehow whatever you're doing whether it's spiritually whether it's emotionally or whatever it is you're the one sabotaging your own success and and not being and being the block between what you want so that's what I wanted to about today. I want to help everyone identify why is it I don't get the things that I want and how to get them easily with flow.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So the golden question, which is, I think what most people neglect or fail to see, how do we identify our blocks that prevent us from getting what we want? How to be, because most people don't even know what their blocks are. They just kind of, you know, roam through life and, you know, bumping into one situation to another situation and reacting to it and just kind of moseying down the life path and they never really get what they want. So speak to us, go deep, Explain this.
1: Well, where do I start? I think you, you, you had a lot of big trigger words there. It's like, why do we have blind spots? Why don't we see our own sabotage? Why don't we uh, get out our own way to get the things that we want? And we're, it's just that like we're so conditioned to feel bad and we're so conditioned to, to, to fail that we think it's normal. And we begin to accept that that's a normality of who we are and how we stand up. But when we're asking for something new, when we ask in the universe or life, or even a job position, this, this there's a certain frequency that has to change within you you have to have the belief really have to be have the belief and the habits that say yes I deserve the things that I'm asking for but the reason people are blindsided and the, why they can't get the things is that they don't believe the one very first thing they don't believe that they are worthy of getting the things that they're asking for in their life they think that they have to give up something of themselves in order to get something else and that constant chase for For someone to say, yes, you've made it, yes, you're worthy, yes, uh, uh, you're a champion of life, waiting for that gratification of someone else to give you that is what's holding us back, because it's not going to come externally, it has to come from within that self-worth has to come within us because there's no accolade there's no award there's not enough money in the world that's going to make you feel complete and the completion has to start with you first must treat yourself with such self-love and completion so that when beautiful things come in your life you say yes thank you i'll have that i'll take that thank you very much because you know you're worthy you know that the things that you're asking for are also asking of you so meet them halfway, take it. And we're so afraid to take the things that we want because we just feel that we're not worthy. So we feel blindsided for them. So it's really about deciding, is the story that I'm constantly telling myself true? And the answer is no, it's not. So change the story. Change the story that about yourself and really put yourself in a position that you are worthy of everything that you ask for and you are able to change to get the things that you want. So it's... It's so hard. It's a lot of work. I know self personal development is not for the faint of heart. It is for really those who want a life that is beyond the average. They want to be extraordinary people. And that requires you to really shift as an individual. So what do you think about that, Rita? It's like, <laughs> it's never easy to, uh, to see your own, your own blind side because there's so much comfort in it in, in sitting back and resting in the things that you know in your life and not stepping into something new.
0: I love that it is so true I've met so I've met so many women uh, and people in general actually mainly women I'm not sure if I've met any males but in regards to this um, you know not accepting of opportunities but you know in terms of like you know um, women who are you know for example a VA um, or whatever it is they do, if they're, whoever's paying them wants to give them more money. I've ex- personally experienced some women say, no, 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 it's okay. You don't have to pay me more. Yeah. And they're doing a phenomenal job. And it's like, no, I want to pay you more because you're doing a phenomenal job. And I don't want you to burn out and feel like it's, you know, you're, it, this is not worth it and not continue working for me. So um I that you know and so like they can't accept it so you hit the nail on the head there it is a real thing you know they won't accept it because they exactly they don't feel like maybe they're not worthy of it so it, that's a real thing or if an opportunity comes your way it that's a real thing so how do you increase your self-worth so that's so how do we do that self-worth
1: really starts with understanding who you really are like really get to know yourself like in the in the bible the scripture says know thyself just know yourself that yes when i'm in this situation i usually back out. but then make make that be aware of it so that when you're in that situation again you can make a different decision and that's what people forget is that they're here to make a choice they're here to change their choices and to make different decisions but that's really hard because that means you have to speak your truth and stand up for your truth and walk in your truth and believe in the truth that you're speaking so that shift is already a shift of identity and people are afraid of letting go of the old story of who they are like oh, i'm this person I was poor this happened to me my life is that this guy cheated me and this my money disappeared this way There's a story behind us that we're constantly dragging behind us. Taking us everywhere, and we want to take it into this future that we're creating for ourselves and that's what's slowing down our momentum that's what's blocking us from our successes because we're asking yes. I want success. I want money. And someone gives you money. And you says, no, thank you. It's, I'm, I've got this bag, you know, it's, I have to come with me and, and you're making excuses for yourself. So the most important thing is to know yourself so that when you start to self-sabotage, you take five second breath, really take five seconds just to breathe and breathe as a hold on. I know where this is coming from and make a different decision. It's not science and it, it's going to require you to really change the way that you think about yourself and change your habits because your beliefs and your habits are so entwined with each other. We're constantly doing the same thing over and over again every day. And that tells our brain like, oh, we're like this. So we can't change. But it's absolutely no true, not true. If you're able to shift the mind and really shift the way that we think about ourselves, it's easier for us to start shifting into the life that we want, but it's going to require you to be a different person. So this is what's happening, Rita, is that we're asking for something new. Please, new thing, hot man, money, success. Please, new thing, come into my life. But I just want to be the same. I just want to be here. I want to be chilling, doing my Netflix thing. I want to be comfortable. But life is like the two, the two energies cannot, cannot meet each other. So this is why when opportunity comes, we say, oh no, I'm not worthy. Oh, I'm not ready. And it's absolutely not true. The universe will always give you exactly what you want. And because you asked for it, that means you're always going to be ready for it, but you have to own it. And the owning of it goes back to self-worth. You have to believe it's yours. You have to believe that it, it was given to you and you have to say, thank you. Yes, I'll take it. (laughs) And you cannot be the one who's blocking your own success in life. So in order to get something new in your life, you have to be new. That identity shift has to happen. This is why I don't really like the word mindset. I can't really think of it as mind management. You have to manage your mind, how you think, how you think about yourself, the the language that you have with yourself is going to reflect what's happening in, in your external world. If you're thankful and grateful for the beauty that you are, so you'll be thankful and grateful for the beauties that other people give you, whether it comes in money in love in success. And it's just energy, it's just flowing. And we need to be open, really open to receive beautiful things in our lives and not think that we have to earn it in any particular way. You being here, breathing and being alive is enough and you are enough.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing. I love that. That was so beautifully said. How does one get to know themselves? Well, uh, I think we, we know
1: ourselves very well, but I think knowing ourselves really starts with being honest, like mm-hmm. really being honest, like grab your tissue box, cry <laughs> and do what you need to do, but face yourself in the mirror. Because all we're doing all day is running away from who we are. And that's what's making us depressed. That's what's making us separated from our successes. That's what's making us, giving us burnout because it's this disalignment between who we are and who we really are. Mm -hmm. And how we're constantly hiding behind our fears because we're so afraid to know that how much power we really have. Because that is what scares people. It's not the lack of power. It's no, oh my gosh, I am so powerful. I have so much power to speak my truth, to change my life and to make decisions every day. Just making the decision to wake up early in the morning to go for a run is a huge, huge mind shift. It's a huge identity shift and that requires effort. But you know that in doing that, you're gonna be a different person. The people around you are going to be different. That means some of you're gonna lose some of your family members, your relationships. Just because of the habits are going to be completely different from your, from your comfort. And people are afraid of that disconnect, like, oh, I'm going to lose my family or I'm going to lose my, my social group in becoming this greater person. But, in, but what we need to understand is that within growth, there is growth within getting the, the, to be the person that we want to be. And there's always going to be abundance. There's going to be abundance of love there. There's going to be abundance of love in the place of unknown. And that's what people are afraid of. We are so afraid of the unknown that we'd rather hide in our misery forever and ever and ever playing that old song again. But it's in the unknown where your happiness and your joy lie and your successes and the things that you're looking for. And you have to be brave to get there. So knowing yourself is really part of our spiritual journey. It is part of our personal journey and it's reflectant in our relationships and our relationship with money and in our business. They're all there to, to help us grow, to shift, to be this identity, the, the true identity of who we are. And that person is loved, is abandoned, is fearless and speaks their truth. So it really starts with speaking your own truth and being honest and trust me, it's never easy, but it's it's the inner work that needs to be done.
0: Absolutely, I completely agree. It definitely requires courage to be honest with ourselves, to hold that mirror up to ourselves, and really face you know our shadows. Doing you know, and also doing your shadow work. Um, one practice that I like to do for getting to know myself is, you know, whenever I'm in. So, you know, it's some kind of energetic interaction, or you know, if I am at, an, if I'm speaking to somebody, if I'm at an event or a business meeting, or if I'm speaking on a stage or wherever it is, um, sometimes I like to witness myself. I observe myself. You know, how am I behaving in this particular? But how am I react, or even, even especially the challenging situations when we are dealing with a challenging person, you know, a person that's a very mm-hmm. controversial person, you know, like, uh, like just observe yourself. How are you reacting to this controversial person most it, looking to push your, your, your buttons, you know, trigger you? Um, because that's when we really get to know ourselves. We, you know, the, the, the inner demons start coming out when we're getting, like, triggered. Okay, okay, I'm getting triggered. Why am I getting triggered? What is this from? And honestly, that is how I've gotten to know myself more and release any um, negative charge associated with something, whether that be a situation or a particular uh, person with certain personality traits that are a reflection of my personal past history. Um so anyways, I'll stop there, like that just- No, but
1: you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It, it Really, it's about awareness. It's Everything is about awareness. You just have to be aware of yourself. And, and I think that comes back to when we were children. It's like, we were very protected. We wanted to be bright, shiny stars, but everybody was trying to protect you and mold you and make sure you're safe and make it to adulthood. But now we're in this life uh, phase in our lives where we're adults where we get to decide who exactly we want to be. And now we almost have to give ourselves permission to do that, like, oh, now I get to be, now I get to speak, now I get to, to, to open up like a flower. And, 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 and it starts with awareness, like saying, making that decision, do I still want to be the, a frightened child? Or do I want to be a very strong and positive woman who moves forward? And just making those small tweaks every day it's like a muscle like you train you have to practice it over and over again until a point it just becomes who you are it just becomes part of your being and in that it's the best way our inner work is our best way to have service to other people it doesn't work the other way around we cannot go around serving and 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 trying to serve everybody else if we cannot serve ourselves personally so the inner work is the base of everything that we do and it's the most loving thing to do in in everything that in life. So I love how you brought that together, like being aware. And it really starts with awareness so that Mm -hmm. we can know better of how to deal with situations.
0: Yeah, and it starts with how we interact with others because that's a reflection of our inner selves, right? So this is where I think this movement of self-love kind of grew from. People started to recognize that. So now it's like self-love, self-love. It's a huge like trend right now. Uh, people are trying to learn how to love themselves Um, and there's truth in that there's a reason for it I'm glad that you know as a a culture we finally accepted that Um, and most importantly we we need to love that
1: absolutely so we can stop hiding Stop hiding between our our busy schedules our lives uh, what's going on in life and thank goodness uh, for well, not not for everybody, but the pandemic was really that moment where we're like, everybody stands still. So that and then you're like, "What? I don't have something to do. I've got nowhere to go. I'm just <laughs> with myself. <laughs> I have to you have to really start building a relationship with myself. And I could do all by yourself all day long. And, and I think that practice of 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 really hearing, your thoughts and hearing your, your, how you speak to yourself was like, Oh my gosh I got to stop this. This is not healthy. This is, I need to have more self-love and, and practice more and have a different relationship with myself because how we treat ourselves is how other people want to treat you. Because if you're speaking badly to you, it's a reflection to somebody else that, Oh, I can also treat you like nonsense. But the minute you start to have boundaries, it's the most feminine and loving thing to do to create boundaries the minute everybody treats you with the same love and respect that you have for yourself. It's a powerful and incredible uh, um, self movement that that gives other people permission to step into their power and to step into their confidence. So I really love this whole self-love. It really um, shows us each individually how to treat each other, how we should treat each other. And the best way to treat the other person is how you treat yourself.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely but we definitely need to it isn't just stop with self-love like i feel like you know we need to also emphasize loving other people as well even if they are not treating us right we still need to love them this is something that i've learned and i've i've mastered like i finally got to that place because i remember in my personal development journey i kept hearing you know just send them a light love and you know and just you know you know you can you don't have to talk to them anymore but send them a in love and it i was like yeah but they were really awful like why would i say <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> but i mean now i did the deep work and and so i recognize it's not about you it's their traumas and i said i really genuinely send them light and love because i have empathy that they are hurting and it's not about me it's about it's,
1: it you know, and it never has been about you yeah like, it never has been i always say this like everybody else's lives is not your business. We're not here to go and heal people or save people or trying to change them. It's not going to happen now. And it's not going to happen later. We're not really here. We're really here to, to change ourselves, to really change ourselves. Because once you, when you made that decision to create a boundary for yourself in a loving way, did things start making sense for you? Did you start attracting people that you actually do want to hang out with and people treated you the way that you do want to hang out because it came from you because you would not allow to be treated any other way and that is really having self-respect and having trust you have to trust yourself in order to to get the things that you want in your life you have to trust yourself because when you fail you know that it doesn't matter i'm going to i know that i'm going to i'm going to succeed or yes i know that even if i fail i will figure this thing out and do something else but i'm going to continue moment because i have full trust in me you're not just going to give up because if you give up that means you don't trust yourself to even start or finish or do anything that's going to move you forward we have to have better relationships with ourselves in order to get the things that we want because life's going to happen and we, when we're trying to build, our, build uh, our businesses and our empires, we have to hire people. We have to make very difficult decisions. We have problems to solve. And if you can't trust in, that you are able to deal with them, who's going to run this company? Who's going to run your life? The responsibility is back onto you. The responsibility is always going to be back on us, but you have to trust yourself that, I don't get what happens, this is what I want, And I know that I'm going to do what it takes to get there. And if it doesn't work out, I still love and trust myself that I will find a way that does work for me. And that is, that's true abundance because in that energy, nobody can tell you that you can't have the things that you want in your life because you will always be the person who gets, who is in, in, in alignment with yourself and the things that you want.
0: Absolutely. It really, truly is about trusting yourself. And I think that is a common thing people struggle with because as being in society, we're kind of... You know taught it's been repressed intuition has been repressed you know just by looking you know the way we grew up you know most people if there were if, when you got when you got into a temper temper tantrum your parent was oh don't get angry what does that tell you Co- covertly indirectly it tells you you can't trust your feelings you know well oh, i can't feel anger okay well, what should i feel then so then for there's an indirect suggestion Um, to look to society as to how you should feel, right? How you should behave, right? So therefore, this is where we abandon our intuition. So I do feel it's kind of like for most people, they kind of have to learn how to strengthen that intuition muscle in order to trust themselves, right? So this is why you know, people, this is why it's so popular to look up to celebrities. <laughs> people look, you know, uh, to, you know, how to act, how to dress, right, how to talk, right? I, I mean, so it's a societal condition. So to have that repressed, so. Um, so and, Jen- it's
1: ab- and it's absolutely normal because we're, it's part of our, 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 our DNA building that we have. We live in tribes. And we live, yeah. of course, we have, we can reflect each other through the identity that, and we have this sense of belonging. Uh, but as you, when you say intuition, there's another belonging that we have. It's the universal belonging. And that's the connection that we've lost, that we're really all, are all connected differently and mm-hmm. it and, and uh, together, sorry, differently and together, but it's that trust because you cannot trust your intuition if you don't trust yourself. Because your intuition is the one thing that's probably in your life, one thousand percent of the time, that's going to steer you the right direction. But if you don't trust that voice and you, and you don't trust yourself, you know you're, you're always going to be failing yourself. You're always going to be putting yourself in a situation where you, you don't trust. Like, oh, I should have done that. I should have listened, to my but I didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's just another. It's just another muscle that we get to train in our lives of to better have a better communication with. Uh, who we are on this planet and and that other part of us that just knows without just knows things without having to know what exactly <laughs> who knows without knowing the, mm-hmm. the complete knowing so it's such a powerful experience and i just to just to wrap off exactly um what it really what what it takes to get the things that we want is that we need to be extremely clear as well what exactly it is and be specific because we love to like to go and have an idea and then next, to next week, it's a different idea or five seconds later, it's something else because we have, <laughs> we have the shiny, shiny syndrome problem. And we just want, to, like everything is a distraction because again, we don't know ourselves. We're just assuming that this thing is going to give me a happiness. This is the other direction. We're guessing, we're just guessing, hoping that something externally in my life is going to make me feel fulfilled when the fulfillment comes from within, because once you know what is going to fulfill you, then you pick your path Mm -hmm. and you make it and you be specific and then you can ask for it. So please, everyone needs to learn how to ask because I know women don't like to ask for help in their lives and you don't have to do everything yourself. You You have a superpower called intuition that gives you all knowing. And then you just have to ask for the things that you want in your life and be in alignment with it. So thank you so much, Rita.
0: <laughs> oh, I loved everything you, you said. I just want, so one thing though for our audience, how, do you have like a practice, any techniques to um how to trust yourself more? I know, yeah. So is there anything that someone can do to start building that muscle?
1: As as an entrepreneur, as a long-term I'm a serial entrepreneur, for me, learning my trust was to always put myself in difficult situations uh, to shift and to change and trusting myself that I would be able to deal with it. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through that every single day. I think having a business is like the longest personal development program ever because you're always learning, you're always shifting. There's always some problem you have to solve. And every time you're in this situation, you just know that you're gonna handle, you have to be in a difficult situation. And that's what's trained me to really trust myself. It's like, I know that now if I have a difficult situation, I just have to breathe in deeply, complain for five seconds, and then breathe in deeply, and say, ah, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm gonna put my, my big girl pants on and just figure it out. But that constant, constant reassurance that I have full uh, control and power of my, of my life is what, it's, it's my daily practice, really. Because every time I say oh, I can't do it, it's not even, it's not true because like five days later, I've done the thing I said I couldn't do. And then I just like, I need to stop playing this game. I need to just get with the program and just accept that I will figure this out. And, um, and this is part of my growth. So that's, that's my thing. Always put yourself in difficult situations in order to, to grow and to move and, and, cre- and continue to create momentum in your business.
0: Love it. I absolutely love it. In order to be a great leader, we have to learn how to be to lead ourselves and to parent ourselves. So that is the secret sauce. Thank you so much, Asanda, for sharing these nuggets of wisdom and strategies to get what you want. So sending love and blessings and hopefully you can join us again in the future for another podcast interview. So again, this podcast is sponsored by happybeingwell.com, a place for all your self-care products.